Welcome to the Young Pro Podcast, where our goal is to better equip people working with young adults to grow God's kingdom. Today, I have on Kelly Christopherson from Lansing YPO to talk about how she has had some success reaching out to a coworker and the obstacles that she has had to overcome to do it. I'm your host, Travis Wiesenberg, and this is the Young Pro Podcast. the young pro podcast today we are we're talking about outreach in the workplace but before we jump into that i'm gonna i want to put this into the context of of what we've talked about a little bit before which is called go work go work meaning uh you know going and building relationships to to ask people to come you know it comes from the great commission go and make disciples of all nations that means we actually have to go, right? You know, go where? Go to our workplace. Go to our, go to the gym. Go to our softball team. Go to where people are at. Because too often as, as Christian people, we ask people to come before we first gone. Uh, so this is, this is one of the places that many of you already go. You're already there. You know, you don't have to go sign up for an aerobics class or, or some, some other extracurricular activity. You're at your workplace. You've already gone. So congrats. <laughs> But we actually, we want to be in these environments intentionally. We want to intentionally love the people there. And this is something we've also already touched on on the Young Pro Podcast. But I'm going to summarize it again. Intentional love is simply intending the good of others. And, you know, right now there's, there's a real need for young professionals to have healthy, loving relationships that, that value the other person. Uh, I think there's a lot of... A lot of fakeness in our in our current society, and genuine love just cuts through that very clearly. And and one way that we can really just do that is by valuing them, valuing them as made in the image of God. It doesn't matter, you know, how how marred that image is, how how corrupted that image is from the world or from their past experiences or their you know their falsehoods or, or whatever. They're they're still made in the image of God. So so. One way to, to really love somebody is finding that image of God inside that person. And then once you find it, affirm it. And how you do that usually is by becoming a master of conversation, which is another another podcast that we've we've already hit on. We I talked to Eric Lynch about that and we we learned a little bit more about how to get below the surface level. And and you're gonna hear hear this in the interview I have with Kelly Christoverson coming up on Outreach in the Workplace that she was she was able to get below the surface. She intentionally went below the surface. She didn't just get there by chance. You know, it wasn't the, the overshare in the office that, that she reached out to. It was someone that she intentionally asked deeper questions than, than people usually do. Intentionally asked questions and talked about conversations that wasn't just workplace gossip or, or what each other was working on or the project at hand. It was, it was questions about their family. It was questions about what do they like to do. It was questions about anything that could allow her to get below the surface level. And I think in the workplace, there's a deeper intentionality that has has to happen. You're, you only have so much time. You only have so much time as you'll hear from Kelly uh, in this in this episode, but it requires more intentionality. It requires a strategic intentionality. It's not 
it's not just an intention. You know, there's an intention. You can have an intention and not actually be strategic about it. I can intend to, you know, to be able to dunk a basketball. I can have that intention, but if I don't have a strategy, a strategy to increase my vertical, to work out, to, to, you know, to gain the muscle and, and get the, get what I need to actually be able to dunk a basketball, that intention is just an intention. So we, we like to throw around this word intentionality, but if we're not strategic to accomplish that intention, then it's never going to happen. So I think you need to be extra strategic or intentional at work. So you have to maximize your time at, at lunch breaks or, you know, after work get togethers, you know, you really have to multiply your time at these, these small encounters that you have with the people in your workplace that to then be able to hit a point in your in your relationship your coworker relationship that you can then invite them to to something casual to something outside of the workplace that you can build a deeper relationship in and eventually be able to invite them to a place where they can hear the gospel or be able to have such a strong relationship with them and continue to witness about your life that that you're able to share the gospel with them yourself but it it requires an early extreme strategy and intentionality in your interactions. So those are some uh, some of me, Mike's, just general thoughts on outreach in the workplace. But without further ado, I am going to play for you an interview I had with Kelly Christoverson, who we believe has had solid success with outreaching people in her workplace. Welcome back to the Young Pro Podcast. Today we are talking about outreach in the workplace. I'm here with Kelly Christopherson. Kelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Travis? I'm I'm doing good. Yeah, it's sunny day in Lansing, which is which is not the usual. Perfect weather, just under 80 degrees. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, really set the scene for our, our <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> I guess just start. This is an area of outreach. I think that's one of the trickiest I've I've heard of. And could you just tell a story about just how you've reached out to a coworker and then invited him or her to? to come to uh, a YPO event and that they actually came. Sure, so I'll give you the setup of my office situation. Um, I work closely with my boss, who's an elected official, and my coworker. So there's two of us that work directly for her. And then we're kind of in a series of other elected officials. And what's the age range uh, with your boss and then your the other person you work with? So my boss is in her late fifties. Um, I'm in my late twenties, and my coworker is in her early twenties oh, okay. to mid. So she's she's just a couple of years out of college. Nice. Um, and so that's pretty standard across the offices. You have some people that are in my position um, in their forties or fifties, but a lot of them are twenties, thirties mm-hmm. um, across the board. And so my co-worker and I, um, I guess I'm asking how we uh, got to a Sycamore Invite. I have a lot of non-work conversations with <laughs> my co-worker, which maybe is not recommended all of the time if you're in a workplace that is a little bit like, gotta keep your nose to the grindstone. Right. Um, but that is important. But culture is also important and you work better with people that you have a personal relationship with. That's a true statement. Um, <laughs> so I'm pretty open about my background with people in general that I'm a Christian. Uh, it's easy-ish for me because I did Christian mission work for two years before mm-hmm. going into this job. So it's like it was the top line on my resume. So it was an easy opener for the conversation. Right, right. <laughs> um, and so I um, 
would talk about faith and my faith with the coworker fairly frequently. Um, easily, I would um, go to church sometimes during the week and tell my coworker what I loved about it, which maybe she appreciated or didn't appreciate it. Um, but then I just I just went for it uh, and was like, hey, a group of my friends and I we have dinner every mm-hmm. Sunday. Uh, not every Sunday; it's every other Sunday. Um, would you want to come? I think she hemmed and hawed and didn't come, and I invited her again. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, yeah, I'll be there, and texted me the day before and was sick. And then I invited her again, and then I think probably the third or the fourth invite wow. she came. So you per- persisted to persisted. four Persisted. Well, we spent a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, rejection, I, like, I did Christian mission work, yeah. so I'm, like, I'm pretty accustomed to rejection, <laughs> uh, and so it doesn't face me too much. Sure. But she came... Um, she came the third and the fourth time. So she came, she ended up coming a couple of times to dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, she ended up not coming back. I remember being like, Hey, you want to come again? And her just being like, mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking for new avenues. Right. Um, probably this was a, our dinners were pretty big. Mm. Um, so I'm looking for kind of some smaller outfits. I've got another, um, I've had more people from a kind of our young professional group that have joined my workplace recently. Mm. So we're looking for kind of a two pronged tag team approach. Nice. Um, nice. It's the next frontier. Okay. Yeah. So another strategic <laughs> pursuit. <laughs> That's right. Of said coworker. Great. Exactly. <laughs> I think there's some specific obstacles in the workplace. Could mm-hmm. you just kind of speak to some of those and then how you overcame them or try to overcome them? Sure. Um, I would say one big obstacle is just a tendency to not talk about real things Mm -hmm. and to not Mm -hmm. talk about important things. Um, When I started, my supervisor did a great job of trying to like integrate me uh, with her friends and make sure that I had friends uh, in the workplace, which was very kind. But um, we did not actually get along very well because we we liked talking about different yeah. different things, um, and so kind of steering conversations um, in many places is is the challenge that I've found. Um, so what have, what I've done is I just kind of go for it. Like when I'm meeting someone new, I ask them personal questions about their lives. Sure. I ask them about their family. I ask them if they have kids. I ask them. Um, sometimes I ask them about about faith um like i said earlier because like a natural question for someone to ask me is like oh what did you do before you worked for your boss and i'll say oh i was doing uh, college ministry Mm. and they say oh um (laughs) so that that opens up that conversation yeah yeah and these aren't like it's interesting because these aren't like abrasive personal questions these are just like personal questions that that you would ask someone you're trying to start a relationship with. Sure. Yeah, I don't usually open up with, when was the last time you went to church? Yeah, yeah, that's probably <laughs> a good call. <laughs> um, okay, that's that's good to know. I guess next question is, how do you how do you start these like intentional pursuits of building relationships? Because uh, it sounds like you have a good amount of time, but but also it is work. Like I, mm-hmm. there is probably the bulk of your time isn't talking to said coworkers who mm-hmm. I think I've heard it I've heard it said that you almost have to be another level of intentionality it's almost like mm-hmm. you have to be strategically intentional how do you well, yeah, yeah how do you start those how do you do that what's what's your thought process sure um a new idea kind of opened up for me recently someone um that I've been getting to know through working with them was like hey some of us are going to go to like a lug nuts game like mm. would you be interested in going and I was like 
why aren't I inviting like my coworkers <laughs> to lug nuts games? Yeah. Like these are like, cause that's the, that's what we're trying to show people, right? Is how do you uh, build a real relationship with mm-hmm. people? And, uh, you don't build a real relationship with people by saying, I'm only going to interact and engage with you between the hours of 8 AM mm. and 5 PM, or possibly if we're at like a work event mm-hmm. after, after 5 PM. So, um, one of those, which has been hard, I guess a little bit is choosing to go to kind of like after work functions. Like I, it's like, okay, well I'm really tired. I've been wearing a suit all day so I could go home and change Mm -hmm. and have a drink with my roommates on a comfy couch, or I could continue to wear this suit and like stand around and have conversations with a bunch of people that I know a little bit. Mm. Um, so kind of choosing for, for that kind of environment um instead of i guess the comfort of the environment um and another one is just not really and this is i think i go in the category of people that are like the least not the least but like less affected by feeling awkward i have a high (laughs) tolerance for like uncomfortable questions and like awkwardness in situations so uh um like I was saying, like I, I can go for it in, in asking mm-hmm. people about <laughs> about their lives and what's what's going on and I don't really like hide too much. And I guess being pretty like I said, it's the top of um the top of my resume before this job was pretty much doing Christian uh ministry. And so being pretty open about that, uh and why I liked it and why um why it's important to me still. Yeah, that's that's great. I think yeah, you made a you made a couple of good points. Uh, but first, I wanna I wanna ask you a question because I think this might speak to one of your points, and I think mm-hmm. this might be helpful for the the people listening who are who are kind of just terrified of evangelism in the workplace because there's just no one has really laid a blueprint out, and there's there's some like mm-hmm. probably not so helpful thoughts. And I guess let me ask ask you two questions: Is one, what, what's like your, what's your goal? Like what's your, what's your goal for uh, kind of the next, the thing to, to, to move the person to? Like, are you trying mm-hmm. to straight evangelize people in the workplace in the sense that like you're having those conversations in the workplace about like their faith and like, mm-hmm. you you know, you're having someone give their life to the Lord in mm-hmm. the workplace or what's the, mm-hmm. what's a win for you? Like, sure. Initially? Sure. I guess um, with this coworker, a win in that situation would be, um, like building like a stronger relationship outside of work so that mm. I'm in a in a place to make that kind of gospel invitation mm. some people might call it yeah yeah um that's for her for most people that I interact with um it's kind of looking for an opportunity just to have a faith conversation mm. um sometimes sometimes it's easier sometimes it's it's harder and so I guess um recently with that lug nuts invitation from uh from a coworker, i think my next goal would be like who outside of the people that i'm actually working with directly all the time like who can i start building those relationships with yeah outside of the like natural circle of of people i'm working with closely yeah i think that's great because you you made a point that you're really not gonna not gonna make a like a stellar, really strong relationship. You can in some in some instances, but you're not going to make mm-hmm. a great relationship from nine to five in the workplace. Right. And yeah, mm-hmm. I also like your point about like just very practical example of just that's going to mean you're probably going to have to sacrifice some time mm-hmm. and sacrifice some comfort and, and enjoyment potentially 
to to be in places or go to places that these people want to go to mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's 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 what we kind of want to lift up as as a win a win necessarily isn't that you're baptizing people in the spirit at your ups job i mean that'd be awesome praise god if you do but really a win is is being able to to foster a relationship and mm-hmm. you're hanging out outside the workplace and then mm-hmm. you can make that invitation into a pretty easy invite like a like a sycamore dinner or a just mm-hmm. a base people are eating food mm-hmm. and you can come and build more relationships with other people everyone eats food everyone does eat food <laughs> any any words of encouragement for the people who who have a couple of young professionals in their workplace and, and don't really know how to start or or just kind of are a little bit nervous any any encouragement to them you can do it <laughs> I think you think um, I think you can you can look around and see people and be like oh I could never do that I don't know if I could bring mm. people no one's gonna listen to me um, everyone can ask somebody else questions about their life mm-hmm. and everyone else and everyone can invite someone to something and usually if you like fumble it and you're like oh I was thinking um, maybe like possibly if sound I, you would want to come to the Sycamore dinner. Uh, oh, wait, yeah, Sycamore dinner, that's this. Um, even if you fumble the invitation, they're probably not going to think like, oh, wow, that was really awkward. They're going to be like, oh, he wants to, he wants me to meet his friends. Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's just right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially young professionals who just don't have a ton of areas for people to, to mm-hmm. build relationships. There's just not mm-hmm. a lot left in, in modern society where you can go and have a conversation with a complete mm-hmm. stranger and it's not weird yeah and I mean it's not sunshines and roses I would say like six out of ten the coworker might be like that sounds really weird yeah but I don't think that mm. one invitation is gonna like crush your workplace relationship it's not gonna like ruin your status in the office yeah yeah <laughs> interesting how did you how did you so have... that's sorry so that's yeah. that's not an encouragement that's like the flip of encouragement which is like think about the worst case scenario when you make this invitation not that bad Okay. Okay. That's that makes me yeah. Kind of ask the question because this might be helpful for the people who are who jump to the worst case situation like myself. Um, how did you how did you handle how, what happened after the workplace after your friend said, yeah, I just I just don't want to go to Sycamore dinner tonight. Like, did I don't know? Did the relationship go to shambles and everything? Like, <laughs> did you get fired? You know, like no, I said okay, and our uh, relationship continued. And you're still still friends, like still like yeah. pleasant with each other. That's right. Wow, we finally know people that this does not happen. Good, good. Okay, well, Kelly, thank you for for coming on the show to talk about outreach in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I I think this is going to be helpful for for those. All of us who are out in secular work environments who, who want to reach out to our coworkers, I hope that you found, found something valuable from this. So, Kelly, thank you. Thanks for having me. Hope it was helpful.